Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. Go and check out the website, there's plenty going on over there, particularly while the uh, January grind of the fantasy or the basketball fantasy uh, season continues, as well as the um, much more exciting NBA season uh, continues to unfold uh, if you've got time, go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the, uh, this podcast, whether that be Spotify or wherever else. If you can go and give us a rate and review, uh, we appreciate the support. In addition, if you'd like to follow me and the show and or the show on Twitter, uh, I am at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K and at Ethos Pelicans is the show on Twitter. Uh, there's plenty of activity going over on both of them. And, uh, yeah, so if you want to go and give them a follow, well, I promise that I'll be at least, if anything, entertaining on Twitter. Otherwise, um, yeah, you can get your money back. Or, I don't know, unfollow, whatever you want to do. I'm not worried. But I appreciate the support. If you do feel so inclined to, uh, I don't know, say hello. Anyway, I digress. Enough of the niceties at the beginning. Uh, we are here to talk about the disappointing loss to the Toronto Raptors on the road, uh, trip to Canada, um, final score 105-101 to 101 in favour of the Toronto Raptors. Pelicans led uh, with I don't know, what, about a minute to go, uh, up by two, and uh, decided that not securing an offensive rebound or three uh, was, um, or defensive rebound, I guess, uh, was the right thing to do. And instead, the Raptors managed to secure three offensive rebounds and managed to win the game pretty much based off that fact. A disappointing result and, I suppose, back to the drawing board. Uh, It was one of those games that we really had the opportunity to claw even closer to that 10th seed. Winning this would have taken us to only half a game behind uh, 10th. And instead we drop it. And the the Kings and the Trailblazers played today. And both of them are in between us and the 10th spot. Uh, and, um, and as well as the Spurs. And now Portland won. And they're, I don't know, a game and a half ahead as well. So now we've got... Uh, we've got Two teams to jump over, well, three really, but two with two games at least. Uh, it was one of those games that we hung in there the whole game. Every time the Raptors decided to swing and, and hit us hard, we responded. It looked like a game that, you know, we could steal. It, it really was an arm wrestle, a game of runs, and um, unfortunately we ended up on the wrong side of it. Uh, disappointing and really unacceptable to not win purely based on defensive effort. 
a lot of ball watching, particularly late and uh, and throughout the game. And we'll talk about those stats coming up, as well as the um, the box score. We'll unpack the game and I suppose a little bit of team news as well that we got uh, prior to the game. So. Before we get into all of that, I'll thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. That'll give you uh, a deposit match bonus, which is always fun. If you're going to go and do your betting, go and do it at mybookie.ag. Use the code. In addition, use the code HOOPBALL2020 on the end uh, in numerical form. Uh, And use that at checkout on manscaped.com. If you use that code, it'll give you 20% off and free shipping, which we love to see. Always a fantastic uh, little discount, particularly if you're looking for a a, um, a present for someone or particularly a podcast host, uh, maybe turning 30 in oof, 20 days, uh, which is nearing and nearing and nearing, which we love to see. But um, I won't give away who that is. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, in addition... We have a new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, and that is ThriveFantasy.com. So prop up with your Thrive Fantasy, oh, with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at ThriveFantasy.com. Use code Ethos when you sign up. Get yourself a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props, bit of alliteration, on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. And while it is the season of giving, stop giving your personal information to your ISP. On top of overcharging, your ISP is allowed to legally sell your browsing history to third-party advisors for a ton of cash. Just give it to me instead. Take your privacy back with ExpressVPN. Head to our special promotional link at expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. Yes, they still have the old name to get three bonus months on a 12-month subscription. It's super easy. Turning it on takes one click and it works great with streaming services like Netflix or sports packages like League Pass 2. Once again, that's expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Grab those three bonus months now. And while I've got you, finally go and follow at ethosfantasybk on Twitter. It is the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all of your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis too. Again, that's at ethosfantasybk on Twitter. Follow that now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, thanks for persevering with us there. I try to uh, make sure that we thank all the sponsors because they keep us alive and free and um, alive, gosh, uh, pretty much. But um, we're going to talk about the game. So, 
Another slow start for the team. Um, well, let me backtrack, actually. Before we got there, we were told that Josh Hart didn't travel with the team. As I mentioned on the last show, uh, he stayed back in New Orleans based on a potential close conduct, uh, contact uh, with a COVID positive person, I guess. He has tested negative from all reports so far, but the result was is that if he did test positive while he was in Canada, he would have to quarantine for 10 days in Canada and not be able to return to the US. Now, not ideal, uh, for the sake of one game, when you just pop up to Canada and uh, and if you test positive, well, then you're trapped there. So, uh, erred on the side of caution, left him home, and uh, it was probably a fatal mistake for us in the end because I don't think we lose that game if we had Josh Hart uh, playing. But uh, again, a risk that we had to take and we almost pulled it off without him. So, um, I understand the role of the dice and I'd rather lose him for one game, lose this one and then have him for the rest of the season or the next two weeks rather than 10 days in Canada, then get him fit again. And I don't know whether or not they do hotel quarantine or however they do it, but, um, you don't want to see people trapped in quarantine when it was avoidable. So, um, let's hope he continues to test negative so he doesn't then go into COVID protocols and then we don't get him anyway. But, um, Alas, we, we flew up there, um, took on a team that was missing Gary Trent Jr. In the warm-up, his ankle swelled up, so they gave him a night off. And it was a scrappy game. Uh, first quarter was a real arm wrestle. Toronto came out flying, and it wasn't until the bench came on that uh, we really dug in and started to, um, I suppose, wrestle it back. Uh, it was a bizarre lineup because they don't play a traditional center. Uh, with but normally, uh, until it was apparent that Gary Trent wasn't playing. So they started Ken Birch, who was completely undersized and outmatched by JV. JV wrestled with him all night, but they counteracted it by double-teaming him. So every time JV went near the ball, if he paused for any number of uh, seconds, uh, they would just flash a a second guy over. So every time he tried to roll into the paint... Uh, out of the post, well, he, he was met with another defender. And what that meant is he picked the dribble up, he then had to try to force passes, and it resulted in a number of turnovers. Uh, particularly in that first quarter, we were throwing the ball away something chronic. Uh, I think it was by halftime, I think we had 10 or 12 turnovers, uh, and it was eight or something in the first quarter, which was which was pretty unacceptable. Uh, we weren't taking care of the ball. Everyone was guilty of it. I don't think it was a single guy besides my man, Jose, who... Uh, didn't register a turnover. So it makes it really tricky when we're not taking care of the ball, uh, particularly guys that had multiple turnovers. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jackson Hayes didn't have one either. But, um, you know, I can't let him off. I can't be saying things that aren't true. So um, I apologise to Jackson. He also didn't have a turnover in his 19 minutes. So bizarre sort of game, uh, real arm wrestle, as I said. Second quarter, uh was even 22 apiece. We end up going into the half down by one as it was in the first quarter. And it was such a game of runs. There was times where they jumped out to eight or nine points and then we would go on a 14 to zero run or and a nine to 10 to zero run. And it was just back and forth, back and forth. And it seemed to really um, be when Fred Van Vliet was off. He was the difference. He is an unbelievable player and uh, really uh, carried them. Pascal Siakam was solid as well, but uh, again, while his stats looked really good, we were more than happy to let him take as many shots as he wanted because Fred was just hitting everything, and he has just been unbelievable, averaging 31 points or something over the last 10, which is just a crazy stat. Uh, Should be a first-team 
all-star in terms of um, like an all-star starter, but we'll see what happens there. It'll, I suppose it depends on the success of the team and the success of the voting. But uh, I'm sure Canada is voting as hard as they can to get him at that all-star game because he has absolutely earned it. Uh, third quarter, 29-30, to 30, they win again. Um, and, you know, you're out by a couple of points then. And then we go on another run in the third quarter. So start really sloppy, a bit of turnovers, the ball's bobbling all over the shop. Um, and we get Jose on, who uh, had played a lot of the game, actually. He'd been very good off the bench and was pressuring guys like Fred the whole ball game up and down the court, 94 feet. He was chasing him and uh, make it really difficult. So we start going on a run, which is beautiful to see. Yeah, love to see it. Uh, the starters come back on and it's a bit sloppy. We're not really scoring as much as we should, but we end up getting a couple of good shots. Devontae Graham hits a big three. Herb hit a big three. And uh, we're up by, I think GT took over a bit as well, uh, Garrett Temple in the last quarter and really started dragging us towards uh, the victory. We end up getting up by two points, as I said. Uh, unfortunately, in the last couple of possessions, um, we were just sloppy. So we missed a couple of shots uh, and also... We got the shot that we wanted. So we're up by three. I think, uh, who hit it? Someone hit it. Um, might have been Herb or, or uh, Devontae Graham. Hit a massive three. And we go up by three. Then, instead of protecting uh, the ball and defending properly, we let Fred Van Vliet get the ball. He launches one from just about the logo, splashes it, and we're all square. They come back down the court and score. And then we come back and... Uh, no, they go back down the court, sorry, and look to to score. They they miss the shot. But instead of securing the rebound, we let it bobble to them. They miss a second shot, and it bobbles off again. And so they miss a third shot. And then they get the third offensive rebound, score it, and we're down by two. And then we're playing the foul game. We foul Kem Birch, and... Um, no, down by three, sorry. We foul Kem Birch, and he then goes and hits one free throw, pretty much secures the game. And, um, yeah, we, um, we lose, which is just not ideal whatsoever. Um, shoot a couple of free throws and muck around at the end of the game, but um, disappointing loss. And it was purely because of de- defensive rebounding. And for years, this has plagued the team. We've talked about it for since I've taken this over. There was um, way back in, when was that, 2019 or, or the like. Um, we talked about defensive rebounding and how it was an issue. And it hadn't been this year. We had bread and butter gobbling rebounds. We'd been so good at it. But you take Josh Hart out of it, everyone's looking around for that guy to grab the rebound. He's not there. And instead of boxing out and putting a body on their player, no one was accountable. Uh, We ball watched and and they won. And honestly, a disappointing loss when you'd stolen it. You really, they'd been leading the whole game. We had an opportunity to steal. We didn't. And you walk away... With a bad taste in your mouth, you fly back to America and you didn't take the win with you. And we really should have. And that's disappointing. Um, So, three key takeaways. Uh, In this one, Brandon Ingram uh, had 22 points. He led all scorers for us. Um, He was our leading scorer. Had 22, five rebounds, four assists. He was very good, uh, six of 13, and also had nine of 10 free throw shooting. Uh, he's, he's starting to find his rhythm down the stretch. He struggled, but getting those calls when he attacks the basket was fantastic, and then executing at the free throw line was, was huge. And, you know, 22 points, you, you're pretty happy with that. 
Um, it would have been nice if it was 40 because we would, we would have smoked them. But um, again, we saw some offensive struggles. He's going to take time to work completely back to full health. We know this and get that rhythm in. We saw it after the hip injury. He had a big game and then he'd have an a average one. Um, but he was solid. You know, he was passing. He was finding um, the correct person. He, he did have only one turnover, which you love to see, and a plus four on the night. Um, one of only three players that were positive on the plus minus. Um, the other two being Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado. Herb was solid, chased uh, Fred around and also uh, Pascal at different times. We really missed that second defender. Garrett tried, but Fred was just too good. He really was. Um, Garrett started in place of Herb, uh, in place of Josh Hart, pardon me. Eight points, three rebounds, six assists and a steal. Um, But again, just disappointing down the stretch um, that we just couldn't execute. Devontae Graham had 11 points. JV, who really had a mismatch, uh, they accounted for him very, very well. Uh, he ended up with 20 points, 17 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, 7 of 12 shooting, and um, 5 of 6 from the free throw line. And really, you feel like he did everything he could on the um, defensive glass. He tried his very best, but if you're out of position and there's no one else that wants to grab it, well, you know, it makes it pretty difficult. He got 17 rebounds. I think it's probably just about half of the amount of rebounds that we had. So, I mean, defensive rebounds total, we had 28, and he had 17 of them. So there you go. Um, you know, he did a he did a really good job. And, I mean, 35 total rebounds, 7 offensive, and uh, he had 17, 17 rebounds, 15 of them defensive, 2 offensive. So he was a big contributor. Uh, it would have been nice to see him continue to exploit uh, the mismatch, but again... Nick Nurse is a championship coach for a reason and the coach of the national coach as well, national co- coach of Canada. So, um, you know, he's he's no slouch and he knew how to uh, adapt for these big guys that obviously seen a fair bit of JV with him being there uh, for a number of years a few years ago. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a tough night and a disappointing one. Uh, the bench brigade, Nikhil, was four of nine shooting. So, effect... Like, his efficiency went up, but some of the shot selections are still just woeful. There was one where he dribbled 15 times uh, before launching a step-back three, and no one else touched it on the possession, which you can't have possessions like that where he just um, where he just is woeful, uh, woeful decision-making and decided that he, as soon as he touched the ball, he was going to shoot it. Didn't matter uh, how hard the shot was, it was what was going to happen. Uh, Jackson Hayes has taken all of the backup center minutes, played a little bit of power forward alongside JV, didn't really do much, 3-3, three and three. doesn't grab many rebounds, we know that, um, which was a bit to his detriment, because we needed him, and uh, it just didn't happen. Gary Clark in his 15 minutes, 5 points, 3 rebounds, he was solid, hit his uh, two of his three shots, and uh, really was uh, a bit of a, uh, a good player when he was on, uh, was doing his defensive efforts well, and... He has signed a two-way contract as by way of update. Um, and he is uh, has signed that in place of Jared Harper. So uh, Harper has returned to the squadron. As we talked about in the last game, I didn't realize that that is how it was going to work. I thought he'd just been left behind and was going to play down there. But uh, Gary Clark takes that spot. So we still have the injury hardship spot for uh, Kyra Lewis, which is nice. But... Um, Again, uh, shame that Jared Harper didn't get to play much and we didn't get to see much of him, but no doubt someone will get hold of him. Uh, so really, that takeaway, I guess, in a long-winded way, is that uh, 
while some players performed, it was a bit lackadaisical. We, we didn't do some fundamental things, and in the end, we lost the game. And you can't have lackadaisical games. You really can't. Uh, the other key takeaway is that guy, Jose uh, Alvarado played has been, really stepped into those backup point guard minutes uh, since Saturday went into the COVID uh, protocols. And he's been absolutely thriving. I have I've such high regard of uh, Jose. He has just taken everything in his stride. He completely outworks everyone else. He had a couple of threes, uh, like momentum busters towards the end of the second quarter, and he was huge. And I have so uh, all props to Jose because, you know, he stayed ready. And when his number was called, he, he went and got it. Finally, we just need to be better. Um, we need to get better rebounds. Uh, and we need to beat... Minnesota, that's the big thing. We got them next. It is imperative that we beat them. I think if we really want to stay in touch for this play-in spot, these are games you have to win. You have to come out to Minnesota and you have to just slap them around. You really do. Uh, it's going to be a tricky game. They uh, they pumped the Rockets today, so they'll be coming off a win uh, after a big 40-point game from Carl Towns today. And Vanderbilt had 21-19 and 19. Russell had 22 and 10, and Edwards had 19. So these guys are going to be proppy. They're, they're going to be up and about. They're going to think that they can just... They're world beaters. They beat the worst team in the West. So we need to bring them back to earth, and it means winning by committee. It means accounting for the big players, and it means driving to the basket and getting fouls. And we'll see what happens from there. So I'm going to leave it at that. The next game, as I said, is against Minnesota. I think we have a day off before we take them on. We don't have a back-to-back... Uh, I will confirm. No, we don't have a back-to-back. We have a day off. And then we take on the Timberwolves on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning for me. Look forward to talking to you all then. As, as always, this is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am Lyle Swithenbank. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. And uh, bye for now. Bye.